The book of Job is the oldest book in the Bible, and it was written by Moses, one of the greatest leaders in the natural realm or the spirit uh, realm. He wrote the first five books of, of the Bible, but he also wrote the book of Job. Moses was a man who understood authority. He understood it in a way for our kingdom like few that we have in the scriptures in that he was raised to be a person of authority. He was raised to be a king, a pharaoh. Remember that Pharaoh's daughter, Hatshepsut, found him one day floating in the Nile River and took him to raise her and her husband, Thutmose II, raised him. And they raised him to be a king. They raised him to, to be a pharaoh, a government leader, one who understood laws, one who could write legally, one who understood education, and he understood uh, authority language or what is called king language. And he writes about that in a powerful principle that reinforces the dominion mandate that that God gave man in Genesis. We saw a bit of that last week, Genesis 1, 26. Job 22, verse 28 today, be on your screens. And he writes this, you will decree a thing and it will be established for you. And light, light shall shine on your way. Last week, we looked at word seed decrees. Remember, words are seeds. They produce after their kind, like fruits or vegetables or other beings, they produce what the word decrees. And we saw that in the beginning, the very conditions of the heavens and the earth were dependent upon God's declared word. The earth didn't have any shape in the beginning. It was void. It was a waste place. It was dark. It was empty. It was barren. It was just a, a mud ball. It, it, it was that way until God decre decreed be into it. Be in it was. Be in it became what God decreed be. Light did not exist until God told it to exist. Light be, and then light began to overcome, overcome darkness. There were no trees. There were no animals. There, were no, there was no grass, rivers, streams until God's word decreed that. The earth was dependent upon God's de declared word. And now... In our times, we saw that the church, the ecclesia of King Jesus, made up of sons and daughters, or heirs of God, or joint heirs with Christ Jesus, now they are given the privilege and also the responsibility of decreeing what God says into the earth. Remember Isaiah 51 verse 16. God tells his people this, I have given you my word that you may plant the heavens and lay foundations 
into the earth. Now we are to declare God's word that shapes the earth. We are to decree the word of the Lord, shaping government, shaping cultures, shaping schools, shaping laws, shaping regulations and codes of conduct, subduing evil, subduing demon activity, subduing false doctrines, subduing principalities and powers, sub subduing the dark rulers of this age or the present rulers of this age that are ruling in darkness, subduing lying spirits and those that those lying spirits are using. We are those who are called to exercise dominion. So we have been given a dominion mandate, not a submissive mandate, a dominion mandate. God has not put his sons and his daughters here on this earth to bow to oppressive government. King Jesus is not building his church to be submitters to hell's agenda. Submitters to an unbiblical uh, law base, nor to be quitters because of persecution who are uh, uh, those persecuted uh, and quit because of a demon culture or natural government that's preaching humanism or any other isms. No, he put us here to shape things. He put us here to shape the world into alignment with his word. He put us here to supervise earth's conditions. And it's bewildering how, how we have casually overlooked our dominion mandate and have been gullible enough to submit to fallen man's mandates. It's amazing how the nominal church has set aside the superior authority given to Christ that he has now delegated unto us. God did not put his kids on the earth saying, go into all the earth and submit. He said, go into the earth and dominate. Go into all the earth and submit to the enemies uh, that attack you and submit to, to, to uh, their aggression against your children? No. No, we, we are not to submit to those that take our rights from us, submit to those uh, who, are, uh, who are trying to force a, an antichrist agenda. No, he said, I want you to go and I want you to dominate. I want you to go and subdue the lies. I want you to go and declare my words. That's my plan for you. You're made in my image. You're made in, in my likeness. James, the Lord's brother, had it right in James 4, 7. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. Resist his input into the earth. And those devils will flee from you, not you flee from them. The woke message of the nominal which means in name only, 
the nominal church has got to be confronted with some truth. The woke gospel is preaching a pretend Christianity. And it often preaches the antithesis of what the gospel really says. It is as confused as the gender confusion it stands for. It's, it's often, uh, the nominal church is often pro-death, which is the pro-choice message. And when hell shows up to resist them, or when demons rise, they run. That's not what the Bible is talking about. You cannot say that you're submitted to God if you're running from devils. And most certainly, you cannot say it if you're running with devils. You cannot call Jesus Lord and not do what he's saying. And it's time for some real warriors. It's time for the real church to begin to shape some things, to subdue some things, to light the darkness with a gospel of light and dominate demons and their activities on the earth through government or through anything else. So the condition of the earth is still dependent upon God's word being decreed, and that is the foremost responsibility of the ecclesia. The foremost responsibility is to declare the word of the Lord. We have to say it without compromise. As the old saying uh, says, we can't just curse the darkness, we must declare the light, the truth. So we see that it is important that we understand what decrees mean. We must understand this vital doctrine and, and we've got to practice it. Now look again at Job 22, verse 28. It says, you will decree a thing and it will be established for you so light will shine on your ways. J.B. Rotherham's translation reads this way. Thou shalt decree a purpose, and it will be fulfilled unto you. A purpose. Decree a purpose. Let's look back just a few verses and read from the voice translation about this. Verse 21, 22, 23, and then verse 27 and 28. Let's look at the doctrine. Now be of use to God. Be at peace with Him, and goodness will return to your life. Receive instructions directly from His lips and make, make His words a part of you. Make his words a part of you. If you return to the highest, the highest one, you will be restored. And if you banish the evil from your tents. Now verse 27. When you approach him, he will listen, and you will make good on your promises to him. Now verse 28. You will pronounce something to be and he will make it so. That is, that's just amazing. You will pronounce something to be, and he will make it, it so. 
That's what God was doing at the beginning. He pronounced something to be, and then he made it so. Now remember uh, King Jesus' words to us in Matthew 16 and verse 18 and 19. This is from the Message Bible. I will put together my church, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. Gates, of course, refer to authority in Scripture. Uh, or it can refer to places of authority or people who sit in authority at like the capitals or the courthouses. They are people or places, uh, they are people that hold places of, of authority. So he says, I'm building a church so expansive with energy that hell's authority will not be able to keep it out. So this is another way of saying hell doesn't stand a chance. Notice he says, a church so expansive with energy, not lethargy, energy. Something is beginning to happen on the earth that is absolutely amazing if we really will lock into it. And I can feel it. I feel it in my, my spirit. Holy Spirit is beginning to fill his true ecclesia with energy. He's providing a revitalizing of strength to his people. Now verse 19. And that's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom. Keys to open any and every door. No more barriers between heaven and earth, earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A no on earth is a no in heaven. So clearly shaping laws and regulation is involved. A yes to things or a no to things is involved. Those are not my words. They are not the words of one of the original 12 apostles of Christ Jesus. They are his very own words. And he meant to say that. Now the Amplified Bible. It reads, Job twenty-two twenty-eight. 28, you shall also decide and decree, decide and decree a thing, and it shall be established for you, and the light of God's favor will shine on your ways. So favor and decrees go hand in hand. If you want favor on your life, then you must decree what God is saying. Now, Alexander Dewey's translation reads this way. Thou shalt de decree a thing, and it shall come to you, and light shall shine on thy ways. Now, that's the best translation that I've ever found. Decree, and it will come to you. So when you put this together, and you put it with what we talked about a bit last week, Here's a very clear word and message. 
pronounce God's word and Holy Spirit will anoint you with such favor that if you believe what is decreed, it is drawn to you. It's drawn to you. Your decrees will be like a magnet drawing what's, what's decreed. It, it starts coming to you. It, it, it starts coming your way. What an amazing translation. What an incredible way of putting it. It starts producing after its kind. It starts becoming what it is, what was decreed. It starts following you. It starts drifting your way. While it starts drifting your way while forming and shaping and being created to come and connect with its purpose in and for your life. That's why you have to stay in faith until it's developed. He says, you decree and it will come to you. God will make it so. Now the word decree is the Hebrew word gezar. Gezar means to decide or it also means to purpose. But it's used 11 times in the Old Testament to mean divide or to sever or to cut off. It is a word that was used at the Red Sea where Moses and the people of God faced the Red Sea. The word Gezar is used there where it says the Red Sea was cut off. Cut off is Gezar. In other words, Moses spoke with authority. When he came to the Red Sea, he used his king authority, he used king language. He declared a governmental decree that aligned with the word of God, raising the rod of authority. He spoke bold, he, he spoke king language. He spoke with authority, Gazar. In other words, he faced the Red Sea and he declared, open, open, divide, we're coming through, open before us. Kind of sounds like Matthew 16, 18 and 19. There's no door you can't open. You can open them or you can close them. Amazingly, he used that king's authority and language and stepped up to the Red Sea, extending a rod of authority and said, open, and the sea opened. Authority language, it became what, it, what was said. Now this scripture says, God, it says, you shall decree a thing and it will be established for you. Uh, the word thing is, a, is just not a good translation because thing actually is the Hebrew word omer. And omer means to speak or it means to, to voice words. It also means to voice a promise or to voice what God says in his word or in a prophetic word or some other word that aligns with his, his, his will. So he says, you shall decree commands and they will be established. God will make them so. 
God will make them so. You shall decide and give orders of pronouncements or declarations, and they will be established. God will make them so. So Moses writes, what you purpose, put into a command. Use authority language. And decree them, speak them, voice them. Decree promises, decree words of vision, and then they will be established to you. Speak like a king in the king's lineage. Speak like an heir, an heir of God. Speak with authority. Speak with authority Jesus has given to you in his name. In Jesus' name, Gezar. Sever and cut off hell. Sever and cut off enemy intrusion. Sever and cut off any government oppression. Command. Command demons to go. We don't, we, we don't just tell demons, we command them. We are to command demon powers. They don't have a say over us. We command them. Command liberties that I have given to you to come to your life. Command doors closed to you. Command them to open. Command healing to come. Command harvest to come. Command use, use king language. The word decree itself, that is the Hebrew word me'amar. And me'amar simply means something that you say with authority. It means authority language or it means king's language. It also means a royal edict. A royal edict. Remember Romans 5.17 says we are to reign in this life, we are to reign with King Jesus in this life. And we do that using king's language. We have been made to be kings and priests in the king's lineage. And we are a royal, royal priesthood. And we are to stand and declare royal edicts into the earth that align with God's word. So we begin to see the creative abilities, the creative power that are in the decrees that, that we make. Decrees create, just, just like the decrees God planted in the very beginning. They created what he decreed. They create ideas of the heart. They create changes in conditions. They create changes in the atmosphere. They create things that are not seen, just as in the beginning, they can then appear. They create change physically, materially, spiritually, emotionally, governmentally, re relationally, vocationally, provisionally. Dreams are creative force and they release a creative force that becomes what is decreed. Now, that's the, that's the kind of basic doctrine of decrees. And I'll say more about that as we move into the next few weeks. But I want to give that because now I want to describe a vision of the Lord that he showed me three days after 
the unusual vision that he gave me and I talked about last week. There, there's more. Remember last week I talked about the vast numbers of angel warriors with the bronze bows and they were going into this huge warehouse and uh, the name on the building read Arsenal and underneath of it, Fire Word Decrees. The arsenal was filled with the decrees of the ecclesia that, that we've, been, we've been decreeing and they've been stored up. Angels took those stored up decrees and they turned into flaming arrows when these angels would shoot these decrees. They were shooting them at the enemies of Christ Jesus. They were firing these, these word decrees very rapidly. The sky was absolutely filled with all of these word seed decrees. And these arrows were going and they were hitting the camps of the enemy with such force and so rapidly that it began to destroy the enemy's camps. And the, the actual sign on that stronghold was called Camp Evil. And as I saw that happening, I then heard Holy Spirit shout, Behold the fire words of the king's ecclesia. Empty the arsenals. Shoot at the strongholds and hell's principles will fall. And this vast army of angels, they were doing exactly that. They were emptying the arsenal of the ecclesia's decrees and they were shooting them at the adversary. Then I began to prophesy this. It is time for a move of God that will destroy enemy strongholds, not just harm them, destroy them. It's time now for fire word decrees stored up for the appointed times to now be released. Angels are assisting Holy Spirit to see that this is done. And demon princes that have ruled territories, cities, and nations with hell's dark agenda will now be taken out. Now, that's the, the vision that I saw and gave last week. Holy Spirit and his armies are beginning to empty these prayer arsenals, these decree arsenals, and those decrees will now produce after their kind, and they will produce what the decree describes. The voice of the Lord is going to be heard through the mouth of the ecclesias, planting new government that aligns with God's word. Now, there's a lot more to that, and I'm not going to, uh, to review all of that today. If you haven't heard it, you can go to YouTube and hear it. Now, three days after that, uh, I received another very unusual vision. And I knew it was a continuation of the vision three days before. 
Holy Spirit caught me up again into the spirit realm. And he gave me an aerial view of ecclesia hubs, the New Testament churches that are ruling and reigning under apostolic and prophetic authority. He gave me an aerial view of these hubs, and there were hundreds of them all over America and around the world. Now, I had, I had seen an aerial view of the hubs a couple of times in the past. One time I have talked to you about, and that was when, when I, I looked down upon the Ecclesia hubs and all of the roofs uh, on the hubs became a mouth. They morphed into a mouth. And Holy Spirit spoke to me and began to talk to me about how each one of these Ecclesia hubs would be his mouth into a region that would begin to shape the region, shape it into an alignment for his purpose and his plan. They were, they were regional platforms that would mouth his voice into that region. This time, as I looked down on these Ecclesia hubs, I noticed something that I never, I'd never seen before. There was a crystal pure river running through each one of them that continued to flow through, and, through them and out into the territory that was all around them, branching off and forming new streams that were running uh, running off in some cases, and in others, there were, there were also streams that were running into this river. And I remember thinking, this is a river system. It, it's, it, it is affecting a region, just like the Ohio River or the Mississippi or the Nile. You have a river flowing and it might branch off in a stream that goes this way. And, and another way. And then there are other streams that are, are coming into it, running into it, and it's a river system that is affecting a large territory. And I began to think, this is a river system. Now, I obviously knew that this was the river of God that was flowing from the throne, uh, the throne in heaven, that was flowing onto earth and through these kingdom hubs, like the one described in Revelations 22 and verse 1. Talks about the river of God flowing through the new Jerusalem and out into all the earth. And I could see this, this river flowed and it connected then to all the other hubs. It flowed between and connected to all the other hubs all around the entire world. In other words, all of the hubs had the same river flowing right through the middle of them. You see it just as plain as if I was in an airplane looking down. The, the river of God was flowing through and then out through every one of them. And then... I saw 
different angels than the warrior angels that I saw three days before that were shooting the, the word seed decrees. I saw different angels. This time I saw angels dressed in white. They had a, a gold belt and they had a golden trumpet to their lips blowing very, very loudly. There was an angel dressed like this, holding a golden trumpet over each one of the hubs, suspended. They were suspended over each of the hubs, one for each apostolate. So there were hundreds of these particular angels, hundreds of them, one for each one. What was unusual was coming out of the end of the trumpets was not musical notes. It was not a song that these angels were playing. It wasn't musical at all. Words were coming out of the trumpet. These angels were blowing so loudly. And they were words that, that reminded me of something the angel of the Lord told Ezekiel 2,600 years ago. But now I was hearing it for our times. They were blowing loudly. Everything lives where the river flows. 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 They just kept blasting it over and over. Everything lives where the river flows. Everything lives where the river flows. And as I prayed into that for the past four or five weeks now, listening to the Holy Spirit, who is our guide, our teacher, the revealer of things to come. Revelation has come and Enlightenment has become more clear, and I, I believe and can now prophesy the word of the Lord, and I prophesy the supernatural spiritual river of Almighty God is going to begin to flow on this earth as it has never flowed before, and everything is going to live. Functioning ecclesias have provided canals, channels for the deep currents of the river of God to begin to flow or run through the earth. There is a river that makes glad the people of God. Jesus said in John 7, 37, Holy Spirit provides a river of living water. A river. Now, rivers in Scripture symbolize power, outpourings, harvests, resources, fruitfulness, new life, or revival. Holy Spirit is bringing a fresh flow of the kingdom of God's powerful ri river. And it's flowing with hope. It's flowing with peace. It's flowing with miracles. It's flowing to set captives free and bring deliverance. It's flowing to bring life 
to those that are bound by sin. It's flowing to heal diseases. It's flowing with cures. Holy Spirit, His, His, His river has been building for decades, centuries really, and it's been swelling in size, swelling in power as streams of revival after revival after revival have been flowing into it. Streams of outpouring after outpourings after outpourings have run through the territories and flowed down into this river. Streams of revelation training the people of God have poured into this mighty river. Streams called movements that brought great harvest of souls have run into it. Denominational movements that, that still carry the gospel. Missionary movements that have preached and reached nations. Evangelistic crusades. Holiness movements. The faith movement. The charismatic movement are all Holy Spirit streams that are running now into this awesome, mighty Spirit River. And now it's at flood stage. Now it's at flood stage. It's rushing. It's mighty. It's gushing. It's running through the king's prepared ecclesia power plants on the earth. All over the earth. It's Holy Spirit's river surging and cascading and, and rushing. It's deep. It's wide. It's, hell can't dam it up. It can't be dammed. Man, man can't run it dry. It's unstoppable. And it will wash away demonic debris. A surging Niagara of Holy Spirit is now beginning its flow on the earth. Its speed, its might, its energy will grow and increase. Grow and increase. Grow and increase, and as it grows and increases in the king's ecclesia hubs, their angels are going to trumpet, and the heirs are going to shout, everything lives where the river flows. Everything lives where the river flows. Everything lives where the river flows. Everything lives. Dead are life where the river flows. Souls are saved where the river flows. Cures, cures come and life people where the river flows. Everything lives where the river flows. The river of God has been promised to us throughout our, church, our church's history. It's been provided or promised to us even back in the Psalms, the rivers of God. And now that Holy Spirit is beginning to flow. It's going to flow. It's going to flow around this nation and around this world. And there's nothing that's going to be able to stop it. It's an unstoppable river. And everlasting life is going to spring up all around where the ecclesia hubs are. All around this place, life is going to come forth. Life economically, prosperity, life 
The, the life that is abundant, that has been promised. Everything begins to live. Everything begins to align where the river flows. The schools will align. The government will align. It's unstoppable. We're part of an unstoppable river that is beginning to flow. The mighty river of God is coming through the ecclesias. It's coming through the power plants and the trumpeting of heaven's angels and the Holy Spirit is life is coming. It's going to be lifed. Everything's going to live again. Harvests will be bountiful. Resources abundant. Crops plenty, plentiful. Barren areas lifed. Barren people lifed. Dead in soul lifed. Everything lives where the river flows. The revival centers, the hubs, are going to continually be refreshed by this river, by the supernatural refreshing river of God, and it will not just be in one place. It's not going to just be in two or three places. It's flowing all around the world. And for the first time, I believe, in all of church history, the ecclesias are now functioning uh, they are now complete and functioning at the level in all 50 states and in most nations of the world where the river of God flowing out of the throne room of heaven with the force and mightiness of Holy Spirit can now flow undammed, uh, flow freely through every single one of them in a continuous flow from heaven that hell can't stop. We are moving into those greatest days and all those decrees that we have made are being backed by a powerful river of God that's going to overcome anything that gets in its way. Power plants all over this nation are rising and the river of God's going to flow and you're going to see life all around them. It's going to happen in every nation. Hell doesn't know what it's up against. That's why I keep saying it doesn't stand a chance. For the first time, I can now say that I see the possibility of a river of God that goes around the world and it doesn't stop. The promise is, the promise of the Holy Spirit is now the angels are beginning to trumpet a decree from heaven. It's just as sure as decrees sure of a decree as the one heard in Genesis chapter 1. Now jump to the end of time when God decrees again to a mud ball, you're going to live again. Everything's going to live. Jump ahead in time to a decree from heaven. The river of God's coming and everything is going to live again. Everything lives that's why our hopes should go to a whole new level. That's why your faith should go to a whole new level. You should understand you are a part of an unstoppable move of God on this planet. And you're going to be a part of those who are the heirs that are shouting, everything lives where the river flows. Everything lives where the river flows. Everything lives where the river flows. To the businessman that's, that's walking in darkness, everything lives. Come to the river. Come and drink from the river.
everything lives where the river flows. We are moving into a season where this now is the reality and it's decreed from heaven. And the ecclesia, what does the ecclesia do? It aligns itself with the decree from heaven. So now that I got us there, I'm going to make those decrees. And I want you as heirs to make these decrees with me. Singers and musicians come because there's got to, we have to align this and speak it into the earth. This is a vision of the Lord, but we, we, we are responsible. We, we have to steward this. In other words, it needs to come from this hub, other hubs, but we've got to align ourselves with this. And I want to do that today. I want to align, I want to align our decree in such a way that the river of God flows through this house and begins to flow into the world just like the decree from heaven says. It's vital that we do it God's way. What will happen when we do? It begins to come to us. It begins to follow us. It begins to become what it is. Would you stand? Exercise your faith with mine today. Don't be a spectator. You're an heir. You, if you're born again, you're a son or daughter of God. You have authority. You have the right to make decrees and see them established. The doctrine is not just for knowledge. It's for implementation. That's why I went there today. So allow agreement from your heart and an expression of your voice. Father, today, I believe you showed me it is time for the greatest flow of the river of God, not just in a place, but, also, but around the world unstoppable and un, unbroken. It's time. I've heard your voice by Holy Spirit. I've heard your voice through angel trumpets. And now, as an heir, we, as heirs, and this ecclesia aligns ourselves. We align this ecclesia in our words for this prophetic voice that you, this prophetic decree you have given. And we declare the river of God will flow through this apostolate. It will flow into this region. Streams will branch every which way. Other streams will flow into it. And it will not be stopped. It will not be dammed up. And this river will provide life all around. Everywhere it touches, life, life, life. We align ourselves when we decree, yes, be, be in Jesus' name. River of God, be and flow. Flow deep, flow wide, flow in power. Flow, flow towards the next hub and the next hub and the next hub. We decree, Lord, what you said. We set ourselves in agreement with your word from your throne in heaven. Let the river flow. The river of the Spirit of God flow throughout this entire earth. 
Let it flow in such power that its force through the power plants dominate demon powers. Dominate rulers of darkness. Dominate principalities, rulers of darkness that are lying spirits. Dominate them. Subduing the evil. We declare in Jesus' name, the river of God be loosed on planet Earth, just as you have promised, and now are saying, be to. We align ourselves with what you have said, be to. Time for the Spirit River to flow. Let it flow in such a way that every life that comes into, into this region is affected by the flow of the river of, of Holy Spirit, the river of God. We declare, Lord, there is no power of government. There's no power in the natural realm or dark spirit realm that can stop this. Its force will rip every dam up. It will blast through all debris. It's unstoppable. And life is going to spring up all around all of these ecclesias, all around the world. It will produce, Lord, on the earth exactly what you say it will. And we decree everything lives where it flows. Life will be produced in this region at a level never seen before of the kingdom of God. Kingdom life will explode and grow. And all these promises all the declarations, all the decrees that we have stored up, they're going to be watered and watered well. And they're going to produce. Miracles are going to be produced. They're going to grow everywhere. Creative miracles, creative miracles are coming to life. Miracle cures, they're coming to life. Everything lives. We decree what you say, Lord. And this ecclesia sets ourselves in agreement with it. Our lips will not transgress this. We decree from this day forward, the river flows. And it flows through here. And it will get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Wider and wider and wider. Its currents more and more powerful. We invite the river of the spiritual kingdom of Almighty God. Flow through this 
ecclesia flow through this place flow through the whole world flow everything lives where the river flows we declare that lord in jesus name